What's up, Joes? And a welcome to episode 102 of the Average Joes MMA Show. Jeff Shanahan and Raphael Chidez back with you. What's up, Raphael? What's going on, Jeff? Uh, you know, it's a fucking Tuesday. It's cold. It sucks. Hey, bro, it's Smackdown Day. Well, not it's recording day, but, you know, I'll catch the highlights after. Oh, Smackdown's on Tuesday now? Yeah, it always was, but they used to just uh, air it on Thursdays. So oh, I know they used to, they used to yeah, I knew they used to tape it, like, on Thursdays and shit, but they air it live yeah. now? Nah, yeah, now they just started doing it live, because uh, Raw's always been live, so, like, you know what, let's just do this fucking shit live. We're doing it the next day anyway. So it's uh, Monday, Tuesday. And then with the network, it gives them... what Ron SmackDown aren't even on there, but then you have Wednesday, you have NXT. All right. I think... And then it, right, after, right after SmackDown, you have 205 Live, too. I saw NXT... NXT's coming to Grand Rapids or Detroit. What? And then uh, I saw today fucking um, Ring of Honor's coming to... Royal Oak, which is just outside of Detroit. I'm going to try to catch more Ring of Honor shows, too, but I've been going to more WWE shows since I've been back from Champagne, and the, that I chose an NXT show over a Backlash pay-per-view, a SmackDown pay-per-view, and I definitely made the right choice. It had to be pay- pay-per-view of the year for 2017. Yeah. Uh, NXT TakeOver Chicago. It's pretty epic. Epic-ass uh pay-per-view i think the last live wrestling event i went to was in 2001 i went to i was at a wrestling camp at <laughs> i was at a wrestling camp at michigan state university and um thunder was coming to the breslin center so they gave us all free tickets to go to thunder to thunder so we were uh we were on an episode of Thunder. I mean, not that we were there. I don't know if they ever fucking got us or whatever, but <clears throat> that was that was the last time I've been to a live wrestling event. Awesome. A long time. No, I started going when I was older. <laughs> I went to a it's lot. Kind of weird, you know. I went to a lot when I was younger. Like mm-hmm. I've talked about before, my dad used to take me to house shows over at uh, at the Palace. <laughs> my sister took me to a couple WCW house shows back in the day. Like I saw Ray and fucking Kevin Nash and I don't even remember who else. A bunch like back in that peak Monday Night War time, like ninety six, ninety seven shit. Some fucking house show in Kalamazoo. I'm looking to get some nice seats next time I go. Like really, really nice seats, maybe floor seats. Fuck yeah. Spend the money. Do it. Get in there. Have a little fun. Yeah. yeah fuck it. What, um, I think you can you can get a chair if you buy like one of the front row ones. I think you get to keep one of the chairs or some stupid shit. Dave's brother Jordan had um, when we were still doing the show had gone to Raw or something like that, and he got a chair. Yeah, you just have to pay for the front seat or something. And yeah, I think I think you pay for like the whole package or some crazy shit. You get to meet some of the wrestlers, and you get to sit in the front row, and you get to keep the chair that you sit in. Fuck yeah. I just uh, put some money down and pre-ordered the uh, UFC 3. It's coming out at the end of the month. Oh, okay. The ga- the video game. I'm like, yeah, what are you yeah, about? yeah, 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 yeah. UFC, UFC, Wait, EA, UFC 3. <laughs> yeah, I know we're on 220. <laughs> the video game. Yeah, I, um, I, I pre-ordered that shit. Paid a little extra money so I could get the three-day early. 
Nice. Yeah. I, I never played uh, 1 and 2 for the re... I guess they remade it, right? Because they had a 1 and 2. Well, like, they had right? Undisputed. They had, okay. uh, they had Undisputed 1, 2, and 3. And then when EA bought it, or they sold the rights to EA or whatever, got out of... I think it was either Square Enix or THQ. I can't remember. <laughs> um, when When they got it from them, they just started releasing EA UFC 1, 2, and 3. Okay. So. I played the first one. And um I still play too. Dude, I used to be a beast in that game. In the first undisputed one. The the very the, the very, very first one that came out. I but never, it was I only, it sucked though. Yeah, I, I never liked the controls. I only played I think Exactly. I, the, the controllers are what made it suck. <laughs> That's why I was I was pretty excited when EA bought or whatever happened, when they got the rights to it because EA put out an MMA game around the same time undisputed two i think or something like that but it was just called ea mma and it had uh fedor and randy on the cover and so there was no ufc fighters it was all like this was before ufc bought strike force and and i don't know who else was in there but uh <coughs> it was cool the controls were really like a lot like fight night um and you in your career mode you would just go to different countries and train and compete like you could go to Brazil and you would fight in, in uh Valley Tudo and uh in Japan. I don't remember what organization it was Dream or something, but you'd be on your way working up to the big show to fight in Strike Force. Okay, I never played that game. That game was cool as fuck. But I never played that game. Didn't have the the UFC fighters, but it was like the first time you could you could fight like that was their big selling point was being able to fight, do the fight of uh, Fedor versus Randy. Okay, yeah, no, and the one I played, you got to actually like rank up and belt like uh, the black belt or something online. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, I think right that away the, that was like the EA UFC, wasn't it? I, I to tell you the truth, I don't remember. Oh, I, I, I know it was just the first one of, out of whatever series it was. It's probably UFC. Did it have uh, like Forrest or Brock on the cover? Or was it John Jones and, and Gustafson? No, I, I, it must have been Brock and the other. Okay. And, uh, so, yeah, that was probably undisputed because it was like Forrest. I want to say Forrest was on the first one. Brock was on the second one. And then Anderson Silva was on the last undisputed. And then UFC, EA UFCs were John Jones and Anders, or Alexander Gustafson uh, for one. Two was Ronda and Connor. And then this one is just Connor with the two belts. Yeah, all I remember was Rashad and Rampage were the two to pick in that in the light heavyweight division. And if you got someone down, depending on if you just knew how to advance position and keep striking, you were going to win. Once you got mount a couple of strikes and mount, and you were done, it was over. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely was happier with the the EA versions than the old ones, but. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the new one to see what, what happens. I don't ever really I should, play online. I should pick it up to see what's up. I just haven't played any of the EA ones. Check them out, dude. The I know that the career mode's different again this time, but I liked the, the last two career modes have been pretty fun. You, like, start off on the Ultimate Fighter, and then you get in, into the UFC that way, mm, and then work so through you, your career. I wonder if you start in the Contender Series in this one. That'd be cool. I don't know how it's going to start this one. Or get the CM Punk route. You start in the WWE and then jump in. (laughs) (laughs) 
or you take the Ronda route and you start off in the UFC and then go to the WWE. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting, dude. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for her to see if she's gonna be here on uh not be here, but uh, the 28th for the Royal Rumble, the first ever females Royal Rumble. You know she makes at least an appearance. You yeah, know that there's there's no way setting the bait for WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Yeah, you got to start that build up for WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. How many fucking arm bars are we gonna see? <laughs> Armbar City all day. Armbar City. If she gets an Armbar City T-shirt, I don't know what I'm gonna. Nothing. I'm not gonna do anything because I don't watch the fucking product. But that's just goddamn <laughs> ridiculous. I didn't. I didn't even watch the 25th anniversary yesterday. Um, it was uh, it was pretty alright. I missed some of it because I went to go pick up, but that was like for half an hour. But I went. But the the parts I did watch, Braun Strowman got uh, fired. For killing Brock and Kane last week, pretty much. He pulled, like, fucking uh, a bunch of equipment down on them and crushed them, supposedly. That was, like, what they're going for. So this week he got fired. And he's like, fuck that. And he just started beating up the security guards, started tearing up the whole place. Uh, beat up Michael Cole. Good. He did a bunch fuck of him. shit. And then, they, he got re- <laughs> and then he got reinstated by by uh, Kurt and given the title uh, match again for uh, just to stop doing what he was doing. Didn't he flip a fucking semi? Yep. Yeah. I forgot to say that too. He flipped I, the semi. Say, I saw like a, a little clickbait article showing a video of him flipping a semi. Yeah. And then they reinstated him, which kind of like defeats the whole purpose of doing all of that. Well, that sounds like pretty much what I hear constantly is just building up for nothing and then shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah, it's stupid because if they were going to fire him, it made sense. Okay, fire him. He makes an appearance at Royal Rumble, wins a Royal Rumble, and then comes and wins the title for his first time ever at WrestleMania because he's he's been getting so much of a build like with the crowd. They they want him to win, and Brock's been having the title for a year. Take the so strap it, off, it, Brock, so he can go fight in the UFC this summer. Yeah, right? Is Make, his suspension over? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. His suspension was over last year. God damn. He, his suspension was the same amount of time as John's. Okay. Maybe then, but gotta, he can't fight John. He got Well, no, he's not going to be able to fight John, but he's got to get in the testing pool if he ever left it or hasn't been. I don't fucking know. He's not going to want to fight Nganu or Sipe. Where the money at? <sighs> he would have fought John, and I would have got to fucking see it. I know that would have been. Yeah. Uh, that would have been Stipe and John, but either way. Brock, I think Brock would fight. Brock will fight whoever they're going to fucking pay him the most money. What's going to make a lot of money. If, if fucking Ngannou is the world champ, bet your ass he'll come back and fight Ngannou. Bet your ass. Yeah, I can see it. Why wouldn't you? I mean, even if he knocks you the fuck out, you're going to get paid. Yeah. And if you fucking take him down, maybe, maybe. I mean, Ngano's no fucking slouch on the ground. He's got he's got a couple of Kimuras. I don't know. Brock, Brock likes getting hit too much, though. And you can't get hit with a Ngano. <laughs> Brock doesn't like getting hit. Brock just gets hit too much. Yeah. Brock yeah. can't stand getting hit. He hates it. 
Yeah. That's we why saw he, he ran. That's why he stopped fucking fighting. He was breakdancing against Kane. He's like, fuck this. Because he don't like getting hit. Well, Kane was kicking him in the tum-tum, just like Alistair Overeem. If you kick him in the tum-tum, it's all done. It's like Cowboy, man. Cowboy don't like getting kicked in the tum-tum either. Shout out to Cat Evans. It's his favorite expression. Tum-tum? Kicked in the tum-tum. A little way of the warrior fucking quip. That's what Ken always talks about whenever Brock comes up is getting kicked in the tum-tum, him and Eric. Should check that show out. I think you'd dig it. They talk a little wrestling, too. Can you dig it? <laughs> and no Booker T showed up. Hogan, like, we coming? To- no, no, no. <laughs> Don't do it. Fucking Harlem Heat, man. That's that's for another show. I remember that shit. Some good old Harlem Heat. Yeah, and I'm getting excited for this Royal Rumble. And not even because of any of the storylines. All the storylines are sucking. I just want to see who's going to... And I think that's what they're they're banking on, who's going to appear, who's coming out. Yeah. And it being the first ever Women's Royal Rumble. But, you know, I would like some fucking thought-out story. Are they doing a 30-women Royal Rumble, Yeah, exactly the same. They're giving them exactly the same shit. The fuck are they pulling 30 women from? Oh, they have it. They have 30 women. Both SmackDown and Raw have at least 10 women they can throw in. And then NXT has uh, a good amount of women they could throw in as well. And then they had a 32 women yeah, uh, the, tournament. The May Young Classic. Yeah. I remember the, the May Young Classic because there was a few girls from ICW in there. Yeah. And they're pulling, uh, they're going to pull old, old talent. Like, uh, I'm pretty sure Trish might be their leader as well. Word. They'll come out of retirement for that shit, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, who was there? Viper and Casey Ray, I think, from ICW. 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 This really hot Australian chick. I forget her name. Fuck. Damn it. Can't remember it. I think I saw... Completely off topic, but... A couple other ICW guys just got signed to fucking um, NXT or something. Um, this dude Ricochet. Oh yeah, Ricochet, Prince Puma. Dude, Ricochet is the shit. Yeah, he's toted as the new, uh, this generation's Rey Mysterio, just better. Yeah, somebody like a, like bigger, a little bit bigger. Yeah. No, I watched just him. I watched him do some uh, some stuff in the over in ICW for a little while. <laughs> in there. Yeah, I I think the situation with him was so Lucha Underground tapes their shit a year before, and it's a season. Mm-hmm. So he had been signed with uh, Lucha Underground for three years, so he had to film those three years, but he couldn't come to WWE. So he had been working, I think, at uh, what was it ICW. He worked at a a bunch of yeah. Uh, a few he was working at New Japan, yeah, Ring of Honor. He was working at all the independents that uh that he could just to to kill the time till well, everyone knew he was coming to WWE, and now he's at the NXT uh, Performance Center. So right, a lot of guys from that I noticed 
um, when I was watching ICW, like they all bounced around to different, uh, different European and British fucking wrestling organizations all at the same time. Some of them mm-hmm. held championships in multiple ones. Yeah, you got enough fame, enough power, you can go everywhere you want. Well, I mean, ICW's not paying anybody major money. Yeah. I mean, it's just an independent circuit, just like everybody yeah. else. So, I mean, they have guys that are loyal to them, but also a lot of their guys went and worked with other organizations at the same time. Yeah. Girls, too. You know, Casey Ray and Viper and uh, Martina and shit like that. Shit like that. You want to... Uh... Want to talk about the Sunday night's fight card? Uh, this previous one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sunday nights. We're we're not doing the uh, the previews Saturday. on Thursday. Yeah, I thought yeah. about him. He said so. Yeah, yeah. Saturday's Let's card. Do it. We're gonna do that on Thursday with Ryan. Yay! Flying Brian. Flying Flying Ryan. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, <laughs> Sunday night. Jeremy Stevens picked up the KO win over Duho Choi in the second round. You guys called chance it. to check out the fights? Yeah, I watched. I watched the all the fights early, the early prelims and the mm-hmm. prelims live. I think I, the one I missed was Taylor versus Aldrich. I watched. I caught. Um, I watched Johnson and Elkins, and then that was like about where I called it. Like I fell asleep. Or went to bed. I had it playing, but I just fell asleep. Um, the after the first round of Usman and, and Meek, but I watched them. I watched the whole main card again today after I got home from work. Mm. Oh yeah, right. You had work the next day. I called off. Yeah, it was, uh, it was Martin Luther King Day. I had to. Uh, I, oh, excuse me. I had to work, and so I was just like, "Fuck it." Yeah, and no, I used the vacation day, and I knew I was gonna stay up for the fights, so I'm like, "Fuck it." I knew what happened because, yeah. obviously, social fucking media. Well, not even social media. I get updates from ESPN, so <coughs> I woke up to shit. But, um, yeah, I watched I watched all the early prelims and stuff live. I might I missed the, the Kang Cannonetti fight when it happened. I went to do something or ran across the street to the store or grab some food or something. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember, but uh, yeah, I just watched this fight not too long ago. Jeremy Stevens and, and Duho Choi, you and uh, you and Ryan were right. I didn't think he would knock him out. Uh, did you think it was stopped early? No, no. Did a lot you? of people were saying it. Was, no, a lot of people were saying it stopped early. I don't think so either. No, I mean, if it would have been stopped off the the knockdown, sure, absolutely. But when he, yeah. he when he blasted him. No. Yeah, he blasted him on the floor pretty Definitely bad. wasn't stopped early. He was still down after Jeremy Stevens jumped out of the cage, ran out into the crowd, hugged fifty people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> almost threw you the see how he jumped on the you see how he jumped on the guy and knocked him over? Yeah. Yeah, knocked him over. I hope that, that was a family over. member. <laughs> I hope so too. I hope it wasn't some random guy from St. Louis. Yeah, he just got jumped out by Jeremy Stevens. Yeah, I didn't I didn't think Stevens was gonna was gonna knock him out. I, I just didn't. I you know he's he's touted as as the knockout artist, but just like we said, and I saw other people like you know Kyle pointed out on Twitter and and some other people, you know, he only had a couple of knockouts in his career. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I like Duhu. 
a lot. The thing is, I think he's it was a little bit too much too soon. Jeremy Stevens isn't given the respect I think he deserves. He's been like he said he's been there forever. I think it was eleven or twelve years he was saying he's been in there. Yeah, he's been fighting for a long fucking time. Yeah, and like he loses to high level competition and he he might not have had a knockout in his last what, like four, five, six fights, but he's been facing high level competition either at one fifty five or at one forty five. And no offense to Duhu, except he's just a little too young. He's really good, but like I said, a little too soon for him. And he likes coming. He likes fighting forward. He likes coming forward. That's where he does his best. And like you and coming against Jeremy, that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, well, and like you said, um, where he got him uncomfortable was putting him on his back foot and backing him up. Yeah, because Duhu did surprisingly well for the first round. He was he was. He was tit for tat. He was giving him an uh, one for one. Yeah, that leg kick he was he was catching him with, and um, Jeremy Stevens made his debut in two thousand and seven against Dean Thomas. God damn. Yep. He's fought Cole Miller. I remember the the Spencer Fisher fight. I remember that that Spencer Fisher fight really well i've watched that fight several times but i remember watching it live it was on an ultimate fighter finale for season three during his whole career he's been with the ufc he's never left he's never had to take off well like before that he had a bunch of fights but since he's made it to the ufc i'm sorry not season three it was later than that it was sadal and dalloway but yeah he's i mean he's been fighting for a long fucking time been around. Been around. Yeah. Nothing like you said. Once he put Duhu on his back foot, uh, Duhu got uncomfortable and uh, started getting hit a lot more. Maybe Jeremy was uh, giving him a little bit of respect in the first round, trying to figure him out a little bit more. Because Duhu was landing a lot. He was doing good. You could have even given the first round to Duhu. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it second only ended, round, it only ended Jeremy's up being, like, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah, Jeremy definitely took control and started um, getting more aggressive and putting Duhu Choi back on his back foot. It sucks. Now we only have one more fight probably with, with Duhu before he's got to go do his military service. Yeah. So hopefully yeah, they... so I had some Korean fans jump in on the, on the live chat on nice. Sunday. Okay. Apparently, you have to do it by the age of 30. Yeah, and they pick it for you. Yeah. You don't so, get a choice when it happens, okay. I tell they you. They didn't tell me that one. Yeah, because I, I didn't know that. And I'm like, so what's the deal with that? And they're like, uh, you have to do it before the age of 30. I'm pretty sure they tell you when. Yeah, because uh, the Korean zombie had to do it around this age, too, but not exactly the same age. Yeah. Around the same. Yeah, well, and zombie was like in the middle of fucking doing really well and shit well coming off the they had the loss to in the title fight but yeah it sucks yeah but hopefully he can get one more in though even though he did get knocked out so he might have to be out for a while yeah he's probably got one right before he leaves just get him in there yep he's he could probably fight again by the end of the summer yeah but i i would say someone uh someone more around his experience level. Definitely. No, he doesn't need to go out trying to fight some big high-level competition. 
Yeah, because he's got really good skill, but the experience. I think he just needs to build the experience. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Uh, what do you think's next for Jeremy Stevens? Um, he wa- he wanted um, Ortega. Yeah, I heard him call out Ortega. Ortega was there. Ortega kind of doesn't want that that fight. I don't blame him, especially after that performance and if he's waiting on a on a title fight. But I, I think that would be the better if I were a matchmaker and it were up to me to either give Ortega the title shot or to make this title or to make this fight. I would make this fight. I would make Swanson or Stevens Stevens versus uh, Ortega. Ortega. I, I I think that's. That's what makes sense in that division. Uh, Edgar's tied up with the title. Right. Aldo just lost. Uh, I don't know. Do you want to put him against Cub Swanson? I'd like to see that one, but they already did it, and Swanson took that one. Yeah, Swanson's coming off that loss. I don't know. Jeremy Stevens jumping from nine to three would be kind of a big jump. Right. He wants he wants Ortega because if he can beat Ortega, it's super beneficial to him. It's going to catapult yeah. him right up for a title shot. Uh-huh. It's it, it's a lateral move with a lot of risk for Brian Ortega. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see Yair Rodriguez versus him. Man, Eight I, versus nine. I mean, it's it's a good numbers matchup, but I don't know if it's a good matchup for Yair. Yeah, year. He's he's um, young. He's young and inexperienced too, like Duholt. But you know I think his I mean? striking. I think he's smart in the striking department, and he's good on the floor. And Jeremy's not. Pro- I don't think he wants to take it to the floor anyway. I don't know. I'd be all right with it. I wouldn't be mad. Uh huh. I wouldn't be mad at all. I'd watch Jeremy Stevens and Zombie. Yeah, I think he uh he has an ACL problem though right now. Yeah, he's been yeah. injured. Been injured, but I don't. Yeah, I don't know what his status is. But he's still sitting there at seven. But Dude, who was at thirteen? There's not. There's not much he can. He's got there. No, and he already knocked out. What about Stevens and Elkins? That's a fucking. That's a war right there. Yeah, that would be a good fight if Stevens were to take it. But he's trying to jump to three. You think he'd want to go back to ten? No, but it may be. But Stevens does take just take fights. Yeah. Look at his fucking fight record. He just he, he'll take any fight given to him. So Stevens and Emmons or uh, Emmett can make sense too. Yeah. And I, I I could see Emmett wanting to take that fight just because to kind of really establish himself at four or in that upper echelon of fighter just because he did just beat Ricardo Lamas. He wasn't in the top 10 or anything. Right. I mean, if, so, with the way things are sitting, Ortega and Emmett makes sense to be a title eliminator. Yeah. Because you're not doing, no matter what, I mean, who knows what Aldo's going to do anyway. He's got a little bit on the shelf he needs after that knockout. He's been knocked out three out of four fights or some shit. Yeah. God damn. The changing of the guard. Yep. So I think Ortega and and Emmett makes a lot of sense right there. Set up mm-hmm. your next title contender. 
unless you're content as Brian Ortega to just try to sit it out, but it's a risky move. Because if Emmett takes a fight and he fights like a Jeremy Stevens and beats Jeremy Stevens, that might put it, you know, be enough to get him to jump Ortega. Yeah, especially if it's a knockout. Right. So, I don't know. If I were those two, I'd just fucking do it. Yeah. I don't know, man. Now that you're saying Elkins versus Stevens, I'm liking that matchup a lot. Yeah. It's a good fight. I mean, like, screw the rankings. I just want to see that fight now. Right. Who cares that's if just, they're 9 and 10? That's just fucking violence for the sake of violence right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the thing is, is Elkins got to be careful because he, Jeremy Stevens hits harder than Michael Johnson, but we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, in the co-main event, Jessica Rose Clark picked up the decision win against Paige Van Zant, uh, 30-27 within two twenty-nine twenty-eights. You were right on this one. Me and me and Brian, uh, me and Ryan. And, uh, <laughs> you keep Paige. calling him Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Pillman. It's because I'm flying Brian. <laughs> you got to go. But no, me and Ryan had Paige. And you had uh, you had Jessica. Yeah, man, I th- I I believed in her. I, I mean, who knows what would have happened? Paige broke her arm, so she's tough as shit, man. No Fighting shit. with a broken arm since round one. Right. I was giving her shit because I didn't know. I have I have it muted, so I don't have like any of the commentary on, so I can't hear. In the we corner didn't know. Nothing. We didn't get to see any of the corner shit, so we didn't know until going into the third round, coming back off the commercial. Okay. Um. The uh, Felder and um, I don't remember who the other guy was. They, yeah, it was some, some random dude. Yeah, they were uh, <clears throat> they were talking about it. Um, so until that video surfaced, which is probably like a European feed because they don't or they don't get the commercials and shit, so they get, they get to keep all the corner shit going, and then like um. After the fight's over, while guys are standing around waiting for them to come back for the <laughs> commercial for the decision, like that's moments like that is what got me to become a big fan of Brandon um, Brandon Moreno when he He's being tough as shit. Well, when he beat uh, what's his nuts? Was it Soto? No, it wasn't Soto. <laughs> Smoka. When he when he uh, just out of nowhere, short notice, and fucking tap Smoka, like when they go to commercial and they're waiting to come back for the decision, he's just sitting there with like talking to Big John and and talking to Bruce, and he just kept keeps saying "Wow," and he's just completely in shock and shit. I was like, I like this kid, <laughs> I like him, but uh, yeah, I, I I liked Jessica Rose Clark. I told you guys I was biased though, yeah, because she complimented my beard on Twitter, so. Oh yeah, you can say it's getting pretty serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke Thomas was calling her out for stalling on the floor a little bit. Uh, yeah, I I think a little bit, <laughs> especially in the second round. Mm-hmm. Um, she uh, she did have some good positioning though on the floor, man. She had a good uh, triangle locked in. She was doing a lot of right stuff. She was just missing a little bit of the. Uh, 
little bit of things to do, like pulling down <laughs> on the head once she had the arm across the the the, the face. Yeah. Arm, uh, the, the arm that was trapped. She needed to pull down on the head at that point. But uh, she would switch from the, that to the arm bar. She definitely. Instead of focusing on one. Right. She could have been a little more, a little bit busier on the on the top and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, no denying that, but I mean, oh yeah, when she went for the triangle, uh, and Paige was answering the phone the whole time. Yeah, it, it, she wasn't trying to advance position or trying to get her, trying to make the squeeze tighter at all right. by uh, by working the leverage on the floor or advance or moving. Positioning her body different. She just wasn't doing any of that. She just kind of was holding position, kind of just trying to squeeze. If you don't have it in, you could squeeze all day. You're not going to get anything. You're right. going to tie your arms out. Yeah, but, and, I, and I think she kind of burned herself out a little bit. And you could see it yeah. in the third round. Yeah, because Paige, even with a broken arm, was picking it up in the third. I was kind of I was like, what the hell? I'm like, yeah, why was she it? was throwing a lot of those jumping knees and... I'm like, where was this the first and second? Because she was on the ground. That's where it was. And and I criticized it a lot. And and I didn't know because I didn't know what would have happened. I'm like, why did did she grab her and try to judo throw her or try to throw her like that? She kind of put herself in a bad position right away. Oh, when she went for the head and arm throw? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, right away she took it uh, from the feet and went down to the floor. And I think it might have been after the spinning back fist that she attempted and probably cracked her arm in. And after that, it was downhill for that round. Second round, uh, Jessica Clark owned it, owned it even more. And then third round, she came back a little bit more, but th- there was no ground exchange in that one. So, Yeah, I would say Paige won the third round, even with the broken arm. And the scores kind of showed it with the two judges that gave it a 29-28. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She outstruck her, too, with the broken arm. She was throwing a lot more kicks, though. Yeah, and a lot of jumping knees and shit. Yeah, I was criticizing that too. I didn't know that uh, maybe it was because of the fucking broken hand, but she was throwing a lot of like switch kick shit where she would faint with one leg and kick with the other. Well, she was trying to catch her with that same head kick that she caught yeah. Beck with. Yeah. She tried that right from the jump, and Felder mm-hmm. called her out on it like the second or third time she tried it in the first round you before before she even broke her arm. Yeah. How are you gonna How are you gonna give her the look right away? Like, hey, here's what I'm gonna be doing the whole fight. Yeah, and that's what he this said. This is what I'm going to take you out with. He's like, you're going to the well one too many times. but You just set it up. Well, two wins in a row for, for Jessica. Yeah. Was number 10 in the Bantamweight division. Um, or not Bantamweight. Women's fucking flyweight. What the fuck? Yeah, flyweight. Yeah, fuck off. She, lo- she looks good at that weight. She looked a little bit bigger than Paige. Uh, it looked a little bit more natural for her. Yeah, still sitting, no changes. Um, yeah, Paige, uh, like when they were showing the, I think, I think it's a good weight class for Paige though, too, because yeah, like if you watched the, the video, the highlight package or whatever they were putting on before the, um, the fight started, like the little interview videos, Paige, when she she talked about it, she um, part of the reason she got one up because the cuts were just getting harder and harder because she was getting yeah, too much. Yeah, well, she would cut, and then in between each cut, she was like getting bigger each fight. Like 
she'd just start getting bigger and bigger. Well, talking about weight cut, you want to bring up the co-main event that we lost because of the weight cut? Yeah, we can talk about that. Yeah, well, we were supposed to have Vitor versus Uriah Hall. Yeah, because we we recorded Thursday night, so the fight didn't get canceled until after we had already recorded. Long yeah, after. well, it got canceled, what, Saturday? Because Saturday, the fights were because, Sunday? Yeah, because uh, he never showed up for the weigh-in. Yeah, he just didn't even weigh in. So, apparently, from what I heard, from what I read, Dana White uh, well, called him out. Before that, let, let's kind of talk about what happened. Okay. Because he was on weight. He was weighing like 186 or something. And then he had, what, like a seizure or some shit? Uh, Paige said it was really scary. She put that out on her Twitter. Yeah, that, uh, he like he was he fainted or something. He had like a seizure or something. Right, they took him to the hospital. Uh huh. And then Dana White called him out, said that motherfucker was partying in L.A. and uh, knowing that he had a fight. And it's like, what the fuck? How, 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 how are you going to be doing this? Especially Uriah Hall having like that muscle mass on his body and having so. Uh, low body fat content like how the fuck are you gonna be doing that partying before you have a fight if that's true that could be dana just talking shit i don't know right yeah dana dana was really pissed <clears> off <throat> so who knows if he's just talking shit if there's validity to it and vitor is wanting his fight purse and uh dana's like fuck that you're not getting paid because we offered you two different opponents and you turned them both down so you're not getting money either it's kind of the same thing he did uh, to Tony when he turned down Michael Johnson. Oh, yeah, right? Tony was pissed about that. Yeah, Tony was pissed about that, and Dana was pissed that he lost a co-main event. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see that fight, but... You know. I did too. Whatever. Um, Kamaru Usman picked up the unanimous decision over Emil Mick. Uh, just basically fucking wrestled the fuck out of him. Yeah. So he had some good strike. Like, he he did land a lot of fucking elbows and shit. Opened him up in the second. You think, yeah, he, he was he was pretty bloodied up. Do you think he was uh, he was hesitant as trying to uh, strike with Meek just because he didn't want none of that power? I don't know. Well... I think he was smart about that, but, I, you know, I don't know how much, because he talked about, he caught shit from Dana after the fact because he said he was at 30%. Yeah, I, I even was like, what the fuck? I'm like, why would you even say that? I'm like, were you hurt or were you just going? Well, that's, that's what he, 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 he tweeted later that he said uh, what he meant by it was that he was injured. Okay. And he was he was injured enough where he probably could have or could have definitely and and maybe should have pulled out of the fight but didn't want to because he wanted to fight and prove himself for his fans or some shit like that whatever uh yeah it it wasn't really clear yeah he's a fighter and he doesn't you know fighters don't pull out of fights and shit like that yeah it wasn't really clear he was just out there like i only went 30 percent. i was only at 30 percent today and he didn't say i was injured or anything so i was like what the fuck why would you say that unless you're injured yeah, he didn't. He didn't quite make it extremely clear. Yeah, um, and uh, he called out uh, Queefington. Yeah, I was just say Queefington. 
Yeah, he called out Queefington. I, I yeah. just listened to that Joe Rogan yesterday. Yeah, I was like, that's a good one, fucking Woodley. That was a good one. That was a good burn. I want to see that one. That, that one's a good fight to make. Yeah, this is what uh, Kamaru Usman said. Let me clear something up since some didn't understand my post-fight interview. What I meant was I came into the fight at 30% health. I could have pulled out, but I chose to stay the course and give my all. Or give... Uh, Give Emil his and then give his Emil his chance at a top ten guy. I fight anyone, anytime, even at thirty percent, even at thirty percent health, dealing with adversity. In a game opponent like Meek, I was still able to dominate. See, I, I could be, I could believe it out of Kamar because he was just wrestling and it seemed like he was just trying to get the win. And uh, if he was if he was injured, I could I could see that. You know, you don't want to put yourself at risk against a, a, guy, a guy like Meek, right? Or Mac. Mac. And he did. He fucking. I mean, he did dominate him. He did some Matt Hughes slams right in front of Matt Hughes. Mm-hmm. I want to know what he said to Dan Lambert. I also want to know, know why the fuck Dan Lambert was there with Matt Hughes. I want to know what he said in Nigerian. I have no idea, but I want to know what he said. kind of scary. He went over to. He was looking for Dana, and Dana wasn't there, but Dan Lambert was standing right there. And Dan Lambert's the fucking head coach of AT, or not the head coach, but the owner of ATT. And Kamara was a black zillion. Okay, was, I was a about black to say, I'm zillion. Like, I'm like, was that the that was the coach? That was the the season, right? The black zillions were yeah. Season. That was the season that Kamara was on too. Yeah, and like you know, ATT and black zillions hated each other. So I'm just I I want to know what he said to him. Was it his best performance? No, no. We'll it was find, a win though, right? We'll find out. You know what kind of injury it was. I'm sure it'll come out. But I mean, he was his ground control and the way that he just fucking slammed Meek around like or Mick around like a goddamn rag doll was he impressive. Had four slams. Yeah, eight takedowns total. Holy shit. Uh, 12 minutes and 54 seconds of control. He landed 112 out of 132 total strikes and 50 out of 66 significant strikes. And then uh, Emil had the two submission attempts. <laughs> what else can you do when you're getting slammed all day? Try to submit him. Right. He landed a lot of strikes off the bottom, though. Those fucking elbows, when you know they split Camaro open. Yeah, the blood was getting on this guy's back and shit. Yeah, stomach all over the place. But then Camaro split him open with a bunch of elbows too. So <clears throat> I'd like to see that Covington fight. Um, I feel like it won't be a very exciting fight at all if they fight, but. Uh, I don't know where else to go with him. With Kamar, nope. Ponzinibbio. Magni. Till's not fighting anybody. If you want someone big. No, they're going to fight anybody, too. Yeah, but Till's, Till's trying to get that upper echelon. Yeah. I could see maybe a Masvidal. Yeah, I was about to say Masvidal would be nice. I mean, if he beat up Masvidal, it's a good way to get to Covington, too. 
Because that's, yeah. that's his boy. Yep. Yep, beat up his boy. Yep. We'll see what he does. I like Kamara, though. I like Mech. But I like we'll Mech, see too. Where he, yeah, we'll see where he goes. I like Mech, too. He fucking beat the piss out of Paul Harris. <laughs> Uh, opening fight of the main card, Darren Elkins picks up a performance of the night with a submission over Michael Johnson in the second round. Uh, Johnson uh, dominated the first round. I think he was, uh, yeah, 43 to 15 strikes. Yeah, I mean, he definitely was stuffing all of, you know, Darren's takedown attempts. I thought Michael Johnson looked good in the first round, especially yeah. for, for the he, weight cut he, complaint and stuff. Yeah, he he looked like the regular Michael Johnson. It didn't seem like it was much of a problem. Yeah, he didn't look like he lost much power. Mm-mm. Anything like still that. Still pretty speedy, still pretty fast jab. Yeah. And uh, D- Darren Elkins isn't a quick, super technical striker, so, you know. But still, you know, Michael Johnson was looking good. Yeah. Definitely won the first round. Just another fucking Darren Elkins win where he's getting beat up and he comes back. Yeah. Well, that that's pretty much the story of the fight and the story of Darren Elkins. I'm going to take you. You're going to beat the shit out of me. I'm going to take you down and choke you out. Yep. And that's what he did. We already talked about Elkins Stevens. Yeah, that that match would be nice. Be a fun. But fight. what's up? What's up? What's up with Michael Johnson though? I don't know. What do we do with him? I don't know, man. I don't know. You let him go, he's going to go to Bellator. Yeah, they'll definitely pick him up. For sure. He can go back to lightweight. Well, that's always been his problem, the ground game. Yep. Was it Brookings caught him with the choke to win the ultimate fighter? Yeah, he's he's a wrestler who has no ground fucking submission defense. Yeah. I don't know. They'll probably give him another fight down here. And then let him go back to lightweight like Anthony Pettis. You think this guy moves back up? I don't know. (laughs) Who knows, man? Who knows? I don't I don't know anything anymore. (laughs) 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 The fucking UFC is a goddamn mess. I was hearing uh Last week on the way of the Warrior, they were going through some of the, like, the gate money, how much they made off of all the, the events and stuff through the year. And, like, they they started one year at, like, around $40 million. I can't remember what year it was, but they, they got went up to the last couple of years. And then this this last year, like, I think they, so they said they only made around, like, $40 fucking million or something like that. So no, not a good year. No, not a good year at all. Even though Dana was like, "It's the best year ever." Yeah, but he's wanting to count that uh, that Mayweather, yeah, uh, McGregor shit into it. But that was a boxing match. But yeah, I mean the UFC got some money off of it, but not yeah. a lot. But it didn't get them eyes, I guess. Did it? No. The, the UFC. Like, 
I pointed this out during the build-up to all that shit. If you looked like the UFC logo wasn't fucking anywhere on any yeah, of the, yeah. pro, on any of the promotional shit, not during any of the press conference shit. You know, you and saw, whenever it was McGregor, it was McGregor Promotions. Yeah, you saw Mayweather Promotion, you saw Showtime, you saw McGregor Promotions. You didn't see no UFC. You didn't see no Zufa. No. Uh, so, whatever. Um, t- t- Main fight of the FS1 prelims. James Krause picked up the decision win over Alex White. Well, it was an okay fight. Yeah, I really didn't take anything from it. I saw this fight twice, and I can't really, really remember too much about it. White outstruck Kraus, but Kraus took him down twice and tried to submit him to it. Or took him down three times and tried to submit him twice. Had 10 yeah. minutes of control. How's the fight? Got to take down in the second, take down in the third. That'll get you points, man. Yeah. Kraus, if- Kraus threw total. Um, like He threw 93 strikes total, and... Alex White landed 97 strikes out of 175. Cross only landed 56. So, takedowns and submissions won the fight. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Oh. Didn't take long for Marco Polo Reyes to make short short work of Matt Frivola. Oh, dude. But I got scared for a second because Frivola came in and clipped – Boyo and fucking, he's like, nah. he kind of gathered himself, clipped him, knocked out the mouthpiece, and Frivola <laughs> didn't seem to be, he didn't, he seemed to be phased, but just not scared, which is a big mistake. He stayed in there. That fucking strong island, man. And, uh, Boyo Reyes found his fucking, his distance right away and started connecting ones and twos. It's that strong island, boys. They ain't scared of shit. It's it's the truth though, man. All those guys from fucking Sarah and Longo, again to their own faults. Yeah, but Pollo caught him. Yeah, fuck, dropped him. Nice straight down the right, dropped him. Yeah, pretty bad. Yeah. Um, your girl looked pretty good, man. Aldana, yeah, yeah. she looked really good. Yeah, her boxing looked really good. There's some things on the floor I didn't like. She yeah. kept falling into into positions that she was definitely escaping from. I kept noticing, but yeah, that was like my takeaway from like the negative takeaway from the fight for her was her ground. Yeah, she's working on it in Mexico. You know, they're working on their jits. They got good stand up. They're working on their jits. Yeah, but she she looked improved. She needed uh-huh. a win. She picked it up. Yeah. Uh, Kyung Ho Kang picked up a pretty nice submission win of uh, Guido Canetti. Yeah, uh, I had looked at his previous fights, and they were just kind of bland. Nothing really much happened. They were just more takedowns and, and ground fighting. And uh, at least, at least this time he got to get the submission. And Canetti uh, was actually striking with him. He was actually making it kind of interesting. And then Kang kind of just got the submission. It was a good triangle. Nice, nice triangle. Uh, Jessica I picks up the win over Kalindra Ferreira. This was kind of a boring fight for it me. It was a really boring fight. 
again, uh, tale of a takedown. Yeah, lots of takedowns and six submission attempts. Jessica even called it out herself. She's like, that's how you win, baby, Take it with the takedowns. <clears throat> she just needed a win so that the UFC could justify her still being there. She's been, yeah. She's been called out on Twitter by so many girls. It wasn't that impressive of a fight, man. Wasn't at all. Uh-uh. Fight was really boring. I don't know how you're gonna like be really happy that you won by takedowns. It just she's just really happy she won. Yeah. Period. Yeah. I mean, seriously, dude. She's just excited to get a win. I think. I'd like to see her now against Paige Van Zandt after all that drama's over now. Bro, she hasn't won a fight since 2014. Holy shit. God damn. Her last win came against Leslie Smith, November 15th, 2015, TKO by Dr. Stoppage. And before that, she was on a two-fight losing streak. Well, the no contest, and then she lost to Alexis Davis. And then she beat Leslie Smith. And then from 2000, July of 2015 until January of 2018, she did not get a win. God damn. <laughs> Misha Tate beat her. Pena beat her. Sarah McMahon beat her. Betch Cohea beat her. You can't lose to Betch and still be in the UFC. And she hasn't fought in, since September of 2016, so before this fight. Yeah, she needed that. She needed that. And she might still get cut. Who the fuck knows? Maybe. I don't know. They need any girls at 125 for now. Yeah, well, there might be other girls that can bring in. Uh, J.J. Aldrich gets the decision win over Danielle Taylor. Yeah, I, I stepped out for this fight. I had to go pick up the jobber. Yeah, I was watching it, but I don't really remember much of it. I think I was fucking around on my phone, I'll be honest. I saw the highlight, I think, and I was surprised Aldrich won. I was like, what? I mean, she outstruck her 67 to 64 with 54 to 38 significant. And one takedown, it kind of, I guess, I don't know. Uh, Danielle Taylor outstruck her in the first round and the second. Yeah. And then she dominated, took her to, in the third. When the fuck did she get a takedown? Oh, in the first. I don't know. And in the opening fight of the night, Mads Brunel picks up the decision win over Mike Santiago. Um, I was kind of bummed because I, I found out Santiago was from fighting out, at least out of Chicago. Oh, word. Yeah, I didn't know that until I, until I saw the fight. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he got beat. Yo, he got beat. Overall, what would you think of the card, though? Um, let me take a quick look back. Look at it. Let's see, Stephen Choi was good. 
I would probably give it uh give it like a C. Probably C minus. Yeah, there were some uh, there was a lot of fights that kind of drug in, but yeah, I would I would say it was probably like a C plus B minus card. Wasn't terrible. I, for, I'm just giving it that low of a rating just because we've had some really good cards recently. Yeah, but remember we also had a really long stretch of bad cards. Yeah, the beginning of like, well, like the first half of the 2017 was pretty bad. Oh, yeah. First half of 2017 was terrible, but it, it even drug into the summer. There were some not so good cards. Yeah. There were some the, good the pay-per-views. There were, there were like some good pay-per-views, but... yeah. Recently, we've had some really good ones, though. Yeah. Oh, we've had some good fights. I think we've got some potential for some good fights. Mm-hmm. I I think I just... We lost a couple of good fights on this card, too, that I kind of wanted to see. It's kind of a bummer. Uh, Yeah, actually, we found out... I'll get into a little bit of news that we lost one fight. Uh, Jamie Moyle was out against... Uh, Miranda Mraz. Um due to an undisclosed injury. So, don't know what happened. The UFC has not confirmed the news and have not announced if Mraz will stay on the card. Uh, that coming from the MMA takeover. So, yeah, but we'll talk about the card on Thursday with Ryan. Talk a little Bellator, maybe even. Yeah, I was going to say, are we going to talk Bellator, too, with Flying Ryan? Yeah, with, with Flying Ryan. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll talk Bellator, too. I'm going to try to stay on top of this fucking um, heavyweight Grand Prix and shit. I don't know if it's a really good idea. With them trying to go against this card, but I don't know if you were going to bring up uh, Rampage and Chael got moved up to the main event instead yeah. of Lima versus McDonald's, which is kind of fucking bullshit. Yeah, I was going to talk about that on when we when we started trying to uh, preview the card on Thursday, but it it kind of is bullshit because they spent all this time hyping it up, but. I don't know. It, it's it's kind of seems like it's the way they do shit, though. Because look at what yeah, they did they, in New York. They did. I mean, they did some dumb shit. They were the first fight of the night. or the first fight of the pay per view. Yeah. Lima and I forgot who, who was you fighting that night. But uh, that kind of just shits on your title a little bit. Yeah, it's I mean, like hey, this fight's it, more important. That they're doing it to try to draw more eyes because Rampage and and fucking chael have name or better names than and they will talk shit and sell the fight better than rory and and douglas lima will but it is kind of shitting on your title you're right you're right i don't know man i i think it would have worked out if they had him co-main event you want people tune in to watch uh rampage versus chael and they stick around to watch a title fight but they may I, I think what they're afraid of is if they did the chael and and fight then they would leave and go to the 
UFC. Okay. Where if you make it the main event, then they have to stick around. I don't know. Yeah. That's my brain working. I don't fucking know. Um, Wait, are they on Saturday as well? They're not going to do it on Friday? Yeah, it's on Saturday. It's going. It's the same time as the fucking UFC. God damn it. Yeah, that's why I'm saying I don't know. that. That's partially why. Because they're going up against the machine and they got to do something. And Lima and, and Rory ain't beating even this pay-per-view. No, Which they're not being the co-main event and the main event in this card. Right, yeah. I mean, I think they're better fights than than some of the uh, other fights on the main card. Absolutely. But oh, overall, yeah. it's not. I mean, with two title fights like that, it ain't it ain't drawing that many people away. No. Now, Chandler Rampage might draw some of the Buffalo Wild Wings fans. They're like, ah, I can watch this for free. I'm not going to lie. I love Rampage. I like Rampage, too. I'm still watching a title, two title fights over fucking Oh, yeah. Rampage. I'm not missing uh, DC. I might have Rampage Chael on my fucking tablet while in between fights or something. I don't know. Yeah, I might have to turn away from the comments in the YouTube section for a little bit and have both TVs running. There you go. We were watching the... The Vikings, uh, New Orleans game on one TV, and we were watching the fights on the other this this past Sunday. Oh shit! Did you guys fucking shit your pants when that fucking touchdown happened? Dude, yeah, that shit was epic. I'm not even a football fan, but my brother loves New Orleans. He likes going for the New Orleans, or no, he loves sorry, he loves going for the Vikings because uh, they're in the same division as the Bears, and I've I've been a Bears fan, so I was just yelling as loud as I could to see if he, to see if he could hear me all night. Who that? Who that? <laughs> Every time they're scoring and coming back. But it turned out that uh, the Vikings fucking... They didn't even pull off an amazing play. Fucking New Orleans safety, I think it was. Tried to do the hit stick move and took out his own guy. Yep. She was sad. Were you watching? Um, No, I wasn't. I wasn't not. I was watching the fights. I did not, yeah, not. I didn't watch any football this weekend. No, Jamie's like, put it on. I'm like, all right, I'll dual screen it real quick. So we got to catch that. Oh, no, Pretty epic. No Pretty epic. This weekend for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. Like, I watched the, like the highlights right after it happened and shit. Mm-hmm. But I didn't watch it live. No. Uh, so according to BJPenn.com, Tony Ferguson and Habib Nurmagomedov are going to fight at UFC 223 for the undisputed title. Um, says that it will be, according to the article and the guy that re- first reported it, Chris Taylor, um, that he has confirmed with sources that Tony Ferguson and Habib Nurmagomedov will fight for the, God damn it, I'm fucking high. We'll fight for the undisputed <laughs> UFC lightweight title at UFC 223 in Brooklyn. The bout will be made official later this week. McGregor will be stripped of his title. And uh, the the bout was first reported by TASS or TASS. I don't know. So word is it's going to happen and be made official at 220 this weekend. We'll see. The whole stripping of Connor just it makes sense. It creates drama. Well, he makes, can talk a lot of shit. It makes sense for two reasons, yeah. The drama and, I mean, the fact that he's been out for fucking... 
yeah. hasn't fought him forever. So it legitimizes uh, Tony and Habib. Yeah, your boy Tony. I I kind of think that um, if if Whitaker and Rockhold would have happened, it should have been for the um, <coughs> for the actual title. Wasn't it? No, it was for the. Well, did George officially vacate and Robert was? Yeah, he officially vacated, and they announced uh, Whitaker. Oh yeah, the, so that, so that's why that, that's why they're doing it the interim. Never mind. I yeah, so now that uh, that shit, now that Whitaker's out of, because of his knee, so now they're like, fuck it, now we're gonna make an interim, interim title. Yeah, so then they he can fight to come back for that. Gotta save fight cards by making titles. Yeah, I don't mind it. I hope Rockhold doesn't win. I don't want What? That. You're hearing a Rockhold? I hate Rockhold. He's a smug asshole. Yeah. He's a good fighter, though. Yeah, I guess. The only fighter I really like and root for from AKA is, is Habib. Uh, you like DC? I don't really. I mean, I like DC, I think, he, but I always went for John. Yeah, I always knew John was gonna win, but I've always loved DC. I like DC, but chucks people around like nothing. I don't know. I was I was pulling for Rampage the first fight, or not Rampage, but um, uh, Anthony Rumble for Rumble oh, the first time. I mean, I knew. Oh, he no, was, I, I was going for DC. I knew DC was gonna beat him the second time they fought, but. I was and I love me some Rumble, but... I was definitely pulling for Rumble to knock his ass out. Mm-hmm. But I don't call DC the legitimate champ. Because he never won it. <laughs> it's bullshit belt. We'll see if the UFC make that fight official. It makes sense. They should. Fuck it. Let's run it and finally make Ferguson and Nurmagomedov happen. We've been waiting forever. Yeah, we need that fight to happen. Fucking, fucking A, man. It was so disappointing when that one fell through. Yeah, It's fallen through fucking a bunch two, of times, man. Two times at least? At least. At least. Well, I think three. I think it fell it's apart. Been scheduled? Yeah, because once... I want to say Habib pulled out once when they were supposed to fight before because he got injured. And then they were going to fight again. And then Tony pulled out because he had some shit blood in his lungs or some shit. That's when um, Habib fought Daryl Horcher. And then the tiramisu shit. I could be wrong, but I thought there was three times they were supposed to fight. I think you might be right. I think I've heard his manager talk about it. I've heard Tony. He's like, look, we we both got hurt once. And he's like, so you can understand how this happened. So then they got the 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 tiramisu would have been the third time. Yeah. Yeah, I want that fight to happen. I've been wanting that yeah. fight to happen for a long fucking time. Um Bellator added another member to its broadcast team when they announced today that Jay Glazer will be joining them as well. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
<laughs> Come on, you don't like Jay Glazer? No, I'm, I, I, I'm, I don't like him. Don't like him. I find him a little annoying. <laughs> that, that's it. I just don't like him. He's gonna be on there Saturday, man. Yeah, which sucks because uh, well, I'll probably have it muted, but I don't know. Probably be watching the UFC the whole time anyway. I don't know. I like the whole John McCarthy edition, and then when I heard about this, I'm like, well, that just negates it for me. I'm like, I gave them points, and I'm just taking them away for this one. They got so many dudes now. They do not need Jay Glazer. What do they need that guy there for? Because it took two motherfuckers to replace Jimmy Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Jimmy's over there just crossing the shit out of him, telling him to suck it. Uh, but Jay Glazer, why? Is he like a football dude, or is he like all around sports now, or something? He does some shit. He did some shit for the UFC, like as far as he did like pre and post fight, like shows and stuff. Never done, never called a fight. I don't know. I I just think the guy's a little annoying. Hopefully, I mean, it doesn't say. Yeah, it doesn't say what role he's going to be a part of. They just said that he's going to be a part of the broadcast team. So he may not be calling fights. Mm-hmm. He might just be doing TV stuff. Yeah, I doubt he's calling fights, actually, but we'll see. Hopefully they don't. I don't know. Coker's pretty smart. That's a Bjorn Rebney move. <laughs> Coker's smarter than that. Um, couple more stories. Uh, Ronda Rousey has officially signed with the UFC or with the WWE. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Yeah, they were saying uh, Triple H doesn't really miss any live events and he missed uh, SmackDown last week to go have lunch with uh, Honda Housey. Honda Housey? Yeah. Yeah, well, you gotta fucking sign him, get him. However... She's making the move from the UFC to the WWE. Make that money. You gotta make that cheddar. How many arm bars are we gonna see? So many arm bars, bro. So many arm bars. <laughs> um, Ear Latifi is out of his UFC on Fox 27 co-main event with Ovid St. Prude. Which is taking place next week. Uh, so was yeah. that one of the the two twenty card? No, right? No, the no. They were uh, they were the main event in Charlotte next okay. week Saturday. Um, they're trying to find a short notice opponent. That's how they have for OSB? Yeah, eleven days. Good luck with that one. Fighting OSP in 11 days. Right. Good luck. You're going to get fucking Von, Von. You're gonna get yeah. Von Prue choked. <laughs> like St. Prue yeah. choke. Um, last story for tonight, and it's really not even anything of any significance, but just another ongoing saga this week in John Jones. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> The story came out today that John Jones passed a uh, polygraph test in effort to prove he didn't knowingly take any PEDs. 
you know. But so. he he's he's presenting it himself though. It's not like they were like, "Hey, you got to take this polygraph test." He's like, "Hey, I'm gonna bring this fake." Well, not it's not even fake. It's never it, it it's not admissible in a court of law. So how is why is he even doing this? I don't know. I have no idea. I think this just kind of proves that he has that he doesn't have a lot of evidence, so he's trying to accumulate as much as he can. Polygraph test? Yeah, that's what this uh that's what a couple of these lawyers said. And even Luke Thomas had said uh one one lawyer in here um that just tweeted at Luke Thomas it said typically inadmissible in any hearing, even when admitted little to no probative value. And Luke Thomas said, uh, I don't know how scientifically re- uh, reliable these results are. Maybe a lot, maybe nothing. My sense is, however, that if they had a ton of exonerating evidence, this wouldn't even be used. Another lawyer said PR stunt, little else, my opinion. Yeah, no, if they had, like, the actual tainted supplement, or which they're not going to have, like, why are they going to this stupid polygraph test? Trying to stack the deck till before February. When his next hearing with California is, like a lot, a lot of that shit goes off of heartbeat and how in fluctuations in your voice and shit like that. Doesn't I don't know. It's weird how that how that shit works. It has nothing to do with what he took or anything, and I, I don't know. No. How are they going to prove that his intent in taking it? Like, did he intentionally take it because he knew it was tainted and he knew it was going to give him the advantage, or did he take it not knowing it was tainted? How are they going to prove that's 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 where it's like, that's yeah, that's what he's you know he's trying to and, prove that if he took something, well, that whatever he took, he unknowingly took it, and and that's kind of a bullshit statement argument because he's our, they already told him, hey, be careful, dude. Be careful, like, because that was his first argument. The, the, what, what did he say the first time? It was, uh, it was a dick pill that dick, was tainted. Dick pills. They're like, hey, well, you know what? You got to be a lot more careful than what what you're taking. His brothers are in the NFL. How are they not going to know how, to, uh, how what's on, on the ban list? What not to take? Like, this is it's stupid. Like he, I'm sorry, he got caught. Like, a lot of people take steroids and don't get caught. That's a different argument. Was, I'm just saying he got caught and he, he needs to face the punishment. It was the cocaine cut with creatine, bro. The cocaine creatine. <laughs> oh, man. And I like him, dude. I really like John Jones, but he got caught. I'm sorry. I know there's a lot of guys on steroids that aren't being caught that are Maybe using the right supplement that's getting them the boost that has something that's undetectable. I don't know. I just think, in my opinion, John Jones was using something knowingly tainted. Like, he knew it was tainted and he was using it to be able to use that excuse. Oh, it was tainted. I didn't know. Um, polygraph test is... It's bullshit. It's a farce, all right? It is. I demand justice! (laughs) (laughs) It's a stunt. 
I hope. I, I still want John to get exonerated, so I'm kind of hoping this fucking does something. You know? <laughs> I want I want John to get clear. I want John to fight. I like John. Look, I want him to fight a heavyweight. You leave DC alone in light heavyweights. <laughs> DC don't gonna need to get kicked in the face no more. <laughs> yeah, he don't need no more of that. That boy don't need to cry no more. <laughs> but uh, let him let him fight out a couple more fights. Retire. Give him the minimum. Though. Yeah, give him the minimum. Give John Jones the minimum. Let let him retire. Then John can go to heavyweight. Then he can come back <laughs> to light heavyweight and get his belt back later. Yeah, give him two years, and then he comes back. DC's retired. Because it's going to be more than a year, isn't it? Even if it's a tainted supplement and all this shit. Yeah, it could be four. Yeah, like it's going to be a long time still because they told him, hey, you got to watch out. You got to watch yourself. And he didn't. He's like, yeah, whatever. I'm just going to take whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It'll all shake out eventually. Fucking shit starts in February. Quit the hearing? Yeah. Hearing got, it's been pushed. Sometime in February it starts. (laughs) All right, let's, uh, let's wrap this bitch up. Uh, what do you got for final thoughts, Raphael? Um, final thoughts, um, I don't know. Final thoughts. You, I, I, I never have anything. It's okay. I don't usually either. I, Ryan always just has a, something to say. So that's what yeah. Ryan's always good with the final thoughts. He um, really is. Half the time, I don't ever say anything in final thoughts. <laughs> I've noticed that. I'm like, yeah. And I wanted to think of something to say. Like I was thinking about it earlier, but it just. Uh, I don't know. You stumped me, Jeff. <laughs> All right, good final thought. Plug your uh, plug your podcast. Uh, check out Full Heel Podcast for my thoughts on old school pay per views. Sometimes I talk about what's going on now, like badass matches, and if I like what's going on on Raw and SmackDown. And then I have live uh, fight companions on Saturdays with me and my buddies, me and the Fight Club. This Saturday, it's going to be me, Frank Mysterio, Jamie the Jobber, uh, Quadjal. I don't know who else, but we're getting that breaded steak pizza. That's my final thought. Try that breaded steak pizza in your fear in Chicago because that shit's the shit. The bomb. There you go. There's, that's a great final thought. <laughs> great final thought. Um, all I've really got for final thoughts, uh, RIP to Dolores, um, O'Reardon from the Cranberries, she passed away yesterday, sad, sad, she was a super talented artist, fucking awesome voice. Everyone knows her without knowing who she was, yeah, everybody knows a Cranberry song, most people it's like zombie, but there are other songs that you may not even know that are Cranberry songs that you know from the 90s, like they were Mm -hmm. everywhere, but she had a really good voice, like she was a beautiful singer. 46 years old sad so yeah that's uh that's that's why i picked zombie for the intro song was you know to pay a little tribute to her and i'm irish so that helps too 
Uh, we'll be back Thursday night to preview UFC 220. Dempsey's coming back. I'll have a final thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got a couple of days to figure it out. Yeah, I'll have a couple of days to figure that one out. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it. Thank you guys for listening to the Average Joe's MMA show. For Rafael Chaldez, I am Jeff Shanahan. We'll see you guys Thursday night. <laughs>